We are NXT. The future of NXT talk is here. The dream can still hear the people buzzing about what the next experience is going to be. They are the undisputed source of NXT coverage. When I say that we run NXT, that's not a cute tagline, it's a fact. Fanboy Philly, Phil Catal. Because I'm the EST of NXT, and I'm on the B tip. And Lorena, MJ Sasha. The queen is back, and she's here to take her crown and claim her flesh. This is Boo Got Next. This is Matt Riddle, NXT superstar, the King of Rose, and you're listening to Who Got Next. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Who Got ah. Next. And I bet you I could say the whole thing. Do you you don't remember it? It's welcome to Who Got Next. We're your weekly podcast for all your news and reviews for the best brand going, NXT. Close. Pretty much. You just. I mean, that's pretty much it. it. And then that's you're like, my name is Phil, but you could call me Philium. And with me, as always, my lovely co-host, the Queen of Shade. I've never MJ. once said my lovely co-host, so <laughs> you can go ahead with that. You definitely <laughs> fuck the intro up then. But with that being said, Happy New Year, everybody. We're back where we belong, talking pro wrestling, and to be exact, talking the best wrestling, which is NXT. What a year 2019 has been for NXT, and what a year we have to look forward to when it comes to 2020. Now, for people who have maybe not listened to us before, mm-hmm. as MJ said, uh, my name is Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium, and she is the Queen of Shade, MJ Santi. Say what's up. What's up? <laughs> um, so if it's your first time listening, I uh, just want to let you guys know we are both big NXT fans. Absolutely, right? But let it be known from Jump Street, this isn't a show where we hate on AEW. At least half of us. <laughs> MJ doesn't like AEW. But I like AEW. I watch both shows. I enjoy both shows. This is not that type of show. We're not here to bash other companies. We're not even here to bash... Raw and SmackDown, because Lord knows I don't watch that shit anymore. I just watch NXT um, when it comes to WWE's products. But uh, So we had these big plans for what we're going to do for this first show. But of course, the way everything works, NXT decided, oh, we're going to do like a recap episode and have no actual wrestling and just have like an award show. So on today's episode, we're definitely going to be talking about the NXT awards that were given out this week. And we're going to be talking about the Dusty Classic because all the tag teams were announced to what's coming up soon. And the brackets, which is really cool. And then at the end of the show, right before we get out of here, um, we're going to talk about what our favorite parts of 2019 for NXT were. And just some of the things that we're looking forward to um, in 2020, this year, right? This new decade of NXT wrestling. So first, um, so MJ, what's up? How's your week been? How's how's your New Year's been? We are a few days into the New Year. How has it been so far? Um, good. I mean, seriously, like two days into the New Year's. It's the second day. Yep. Yesterday, just hung out with Frankie and Aiden. Just, we went to Hobby Lobby. Brittany um, got you addicted. 
Yes. Actually, Aiden loves the store. He was like running around, wanted to go straight to the Christmas trees. He was calling it the Which Christmas store. Which is scary. Store. As someone who's been in that store um, and understands that like he doesn't want to break something, I'd be terrified to let my kid just run around. <laughs> well, he's not running around without me there. But um, no, he's usually pretty good about not touching things and stuff, you know, once I tell him don't touch that. But um and I was really excited because I got a $40 Christmas tree skirt for eight bucks. But yep, that's Brittany's thing. Brittany actually <laughs> went the day after Christmas on the 26th and racked up. <laughs> yeah, she told me. But she got it 50% off. I got stuff 80% off. Oh. So um, <laughs> I actually went the day after Christmas to Walmart to get wrapping paper. I do that every year. I get the wrapping paper for the next year. Um, Smart. But yeah, so and then we went out to like a family lunch. Got home and played Mario Kart for like hours. Yeah, so you got your husband a this, Switch this year. Yes. And so I know the backstory of what the hassle it was. <laughs> but it finally got there. So yeah. how have you been enjoying this Nintendo Switch? Well, at first he just had Super Smash Brothers. That's what I got him because okay, that's smart. his favorite game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so then my brother let him borrow one of his Pokemon games. Uh-huh. And he was playing that. My son loves that. My son will sit there and play it on his own. So my son's been excited that he has a Switch because my brother turned him into a little Switch gamer. Um, And then his mom bought him the Mario Kart. Um, So I was happy about that. It's funny because I was complaining about him when we went to visit um, his parents. And I was like complaining that he was bringing the Switch. Because I was like, he's going to be on it and not pay attention. And I'm going to have to like entertain people. I think I was on it more than him. I was You're learning. I'm so proud. You've you've been playing <laughs> video games and you watched all the Star Wars movies in a week to get ready well, to watch Rise of Skywalker. So listen, it's like, and I, I watched the Harry Potter movies. Like ever since we ended this show, we've been like bettering our friendship. I don't understand. Maybe I used to be. I used to play video games all the time. I had my own GameCube, my own PlayStation. I loved them. I just stopped. Um, but also, Frankie bought for me. He bought Spyro which was always one of my favorite games ever. And he bought it for the Switch. So, you know. Now, now what you should do is buy WWE 2K20 and just enjoy the bugs. No. I just enjoy seeing the videos on Twitter. That's why. So, fun fact, I got it because it was 50% off during um, Christmas. So, I bought it, right? Uh, And I've experienced no bugs, no problems. Uh, they came out a patch update to fix it. Now, I don't play the game the way probably it's supposed to be played. I don't play all the new modes. I don't play, like, create a superstar. I don't do none of that shit. I go right to the GM mode, <clears throat> which is, like, the universe mode, and just draft my people to shows and then start the show and then quit the show halfway through and then do it all over again. That's all I do. That's all I did yesterday. All New Year's Day, all I did was start and stop shows. You know, all these crazy ideas. But... Wait, can we talk about me watching Star Wars again? Okay, what a great go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it took me a couple of tries to even watch the first one. The first one that they ever made. Because the first 30 minutes to me is god awful. It is so it's boring. Slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get into it. So I was going to give up. So we decided to keep watching. And I winded up really liking it. I like Princess Leia. She's a badass. She's my favorite. And... um. Now I can't believe I'm actually excited to see the newest one on Saturday. I Frankie's just hope you still like not it. into it, though. I just hope you like it. 
I hope so too. I really liked it. So. Yeah, but you're a Star Wars fan. You just appreciate well, actually, any Star Wars movie. I mean, but no, there's a lot of Star Wars fans that hate it. So. Yeah, but those fairness. are like the Star Wars fans I've noticed are like. Oh, as bad or worse than wrestling fans they're yeah. really terrible and it's like dude just chill watch just and watch the movie. Damn exactly. movie and with all that being said wrestling fans let let it be all of our including myself let it be all of our new year's resolution to be better to not only each other but to the companies we watch like for example uh i don't like what they're doing on raw and smackdown so i'm not watching Instead right. of complaining about Rusev and Lana and Liv Morgan now and Bobby Lashley, just don't watch it. I mean, yeah. I get them complaining about that because that's terrible. I don't it even watch it. Saying. It is so... I mean, I just hate Lana. I just, like... I mean, I remember I muted her a while ago on Twitter and it was... I, I just decision. unfollowed her on Instagram and that tells you a lot because I love Lana, but I yeah. can't take it anymore. But Ugh. with all that being said, let's get into the best brand which is NXT. Now, this week, like I said, they gave out the year-end awards. Now, the categories that they have are Best Male, Best Female, Best Tag Team, the Future Star Award, the Breakout Star Award, Best Rivalry, the Best Takeover, the Best Match, and the Best Overall Award. It's a lot of categories, but they do it every year. It's a lot of fun. Um, From what I understand, I think it's mostly fan votes. Right, I never, I don't remember it being. It, it might be a mixture, like fans and in the back, but yeah, um. I don't know. So I definitely wanted to go through that and get both of our reactions now. So I wrote it out of order because I just wrote it how I remembered seeing it. But so the best tag team of the year, of course, undisputed era. Now, in my opinion, it makes sense. They're really the only tag team left. Last year we saw the War Raiders leave, the Street Profits leave. Um, the Forgotten Sons haven't evolved to being that next team. They still kind of suck, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Mustache Mountain is still in NXT UK. Uh, so it's, I thought they would have made the move over, seeing as NXT, like, desperately needs tag teams. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about that later when we talk about the Dusty Classic. But, uh, how do you feel about Undisputed Era winning best tag team of the year? I mean, it was just an obvious choice. I mean, I could say, I mean, Street Profits were there most of the year, right? Yeah. They were there most of the year. So, like, I could have seen them winning it, too, just out of that. Because, like, when the voting was going on, weren't they still there? I don't no. even know if they, no, the, they weren't. The, the, they came up in September when they did the draft. Because they got drafted right. to Raw. So, I mean, I could, I, they spent most of the year NXT, so I could see them winning. But other than that, I mean, yeah, Undisputed makes the most sense, so. They've had unbelievable matches. They had an incredible, probably one of the best matches of last year against the Revival. Everybody mm-hmm. was talking about it. Uh, they had great matches with the Street Profits. They had that great match that they were actually showing on NXT uh, this past week, which was that ladder war where it was like four different teams where the Street Profits actually won. They were a part of that match. So, oh, yeah. Undisputed Era had an incredible year. I remember uh, coming into... 2019 and them doing the prophecy that every member will hold the title and I, I remember us on the show being like I don't know if they're going to do that they were all on losing streaks it was like yeah. kind of weird uh, but now here we are 2020 a year later and every single member of Undisputed Era holds a title now with that being said I think it's time for at least a tag team and Roddy Strong to lose that belt 
I think you have so much talent, and with it being, you know, live every week, two hours now, you need to tell different stories that don't involve them because it's kind of they they kind of control the whole show, which is great. They're all extremely talented and all incredible, but like you need to put that North American title on someone else. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who can take that title: Riddle, Keith Lee, uh, DiJack, or Damian Priest, or Pete Dunne. There's so much talent. Kushida's another one. So I don't know. I guess we'll we'll wait and see. But now next up, we have the male of the year, which is Adam Cole. Of course, it's Adam Cole, right? Mm-hmm. Who else would it be? Uh, you know, it could have been Johnny Gargano. He had an unbelievable year. Like he's had the, like the last three years. But I think that if you mix in what Adam Cole did in NXT and what he did over Survivor Series weekend and the match against Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, the match against Seth Rollins on Raw, I think it's fair to say no one was even close to what he did uh, this past year. I agree. And I know, like, guy. Nick would hate me, but I like, like Scargana, but I was just kind of, like, <laughs> over him. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you've, you've always liked Adam Cole, though. That's always been your guy. Yeah, I've always liked Adam Cole, so, of course, you know. But, I mean, this is just – I feel like there were a few of these categories that were just, like, so blatantly obvious who should win. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was a weird year for NXT, even though it was a great year, because there was that transition from the one-hour thing to that two-hour slot. It was, like, the weird point in the summer where it was, like, none of this matters because clearly they're not going to make any changes until they go to TV. yeah. Like, that was, like, a weird point. I remember, like, I actually stopped kind of watching weekly because it was just so boring because it was, like, the the better people won every single time no matter what because they were trying to get everybody hyped for it going to TV in September. But, you know, we're past that big year. Adam Cole, of course, wins that award. Now we go on to female, which, of course, is predictable, Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Now, when she ended up losing the belt to Rhea Ripley at the end of the year, and they said how long she held the belt for, Shayna Baszler. I didn't even realize it was that long. Yeah, she was like, what, almost like Asuka? Close. Close. She won. She beat Kari Zayn at Evolution and then did not lose the belt after that, I believe. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. What's that? A year and a half? A year and a couple months? Mm-hmm. That's huge. And they solidified her as a complete badass and... She did a great job at putting Rhea over because I honestly think that Shayna's probably going to go to Raw and SmackDown after Mania if they do another draft. Um, I, I just think that Vince is going to want her on one of those shows. And she's done everything she could. She's very much in Asuka's position of like kind of done everything in NXT. Yeah. Like now you have to move on. And now Rhea is the big deal. But, you know, how do you feel about Shayna winning? I think that was another obvious choice. I think she was easily the strongest female star of this year, even though, even if I wasn't a fan of her, I mean, it was just, it was another, I mean, who else was going to win, really? It's true. But do you, did you watch back when Asuka was champion? Um, um, probably not that much weekly, no. Yeah, Shayna definitely reminded me last year of when Asuka was champ, because, so what happened was, there was all the four horsewomen, right? And they all got called up right. all at once. And then Alexa Bliss went up, and then Carmella went up, and then NXT was gutted. Well, not they had... all four at once. Don't forget. Well, Bayley yeah, the, the was three, left the three went up. Yeah, right. You're right. And then Bailey put over Asuka on the way out. 
So then they had Asuka, and, like, they had the talent, the Ember Moons and stuff like that, but they had, no one was ready to be where Asuka was. They had the Iconics and stuff like that. Nikki Cross was there, just getting started, so Asuka kind of built a division around her, and then when they were ready, she went up. I think that's what Shayna did. Shayna kind of held the fort down, and then now I think the division is the strongest in any promotion. A lot of people say that. And on Raw, SmackDown, AEW, even better than Impact. Impact has a great women's roster. I think NXT is so much better than theirs because you have Rhea, you have Io, you have Bianca, you have Tanara Conti, you have Candice LeRae, you have now Shotzi Blackheart from Evolve, you still have Shayna. Like, that's a stacked division. There's so many women that they can't even get on TV. Like, there's so many women, like Deanna and Chelsea, from the way it seems, they got called right up to Raw. Because there's not even room for them in NXT, which is insane. Like, it's almost like going to Raw is, like, a bad thing, you know? Because, like, oh, you're not even good enough to be on NXT. Just go to Raw. (laughs) I know. I actually feel like they would have benefited from being on NXT TV first. Probably, yeah. And not because they're not talented. They're both extremely great wrestlers. I mean, Chelsea Green is, like, has so much charisma. Seeing her at All In, she really has a ton of charisma. She did great when she was on Impact. But... I think that getting them used to, like, like getting casuals used to them, it would have made sense for them to be in NXT. But like I said, there's just no room. There's just no room at all in NXT right now. Um, there's not that much room on the main roster either. Like, they're going to be, like, I already saw, like, Chelsea was on a um, main, main event. event. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I could see them being those girls, like a Dana Brooke. True, yeah. I mean, Dana Brooke and Sarah Logan were, like, the queens of main event. <laughs> yeah. For, like, <clears throat> all of last year. But speaking of two women that I actually forgot, Tegan Knox is one of them. And the next one is the one who won the Future Star Award, which is Dakota Kai. Now, I know you watched War Games. Right. How did you feel about Dakota Kai turning heel, attacking her best friend Tegan, and kind of setting the world on fire the last couple of months of the year? Um. Well, for me, one of the things that started to annoy me a little bit about Dakota was they kind of made her seem like a little punk. Like, everyone punked her out. She was scared of everybody. So I actually liked that she actually showed that she, like, had some balls and she would actually, like, do shit rather than be scared. Because I remember there was a storyline with Shayna and she was, like, always Mm -hmm. scared of her. And that just, like, pissed me off. I'm like, dude, like, just do something about it. And now she actually has a backbone. And it's like, I mean... They had a really cool friendship, so it sucks, but I like it. Well, what to me what's cool is, like, very similar to what you mean of, like, kind of making her the punk character. Yeah. And uh, clearly, they didn't think she was ready enough to beat Shayna at that time, right? And plus, she ended up getting hurt, so she was gone, right? So who knows what would have happened. But I think that for her and Tegan, it's very much the Gargano Ciampa story again. And, you know, they've never done that for the women, never given the women this, like, crazy blood feud that didn't involve the title. So I'm very excited to see what they could do with that this year. Um, And it's better for Dakota, right? Because Dakota was very much becoming that Apollo Crews smile and wave character, which is like, I'm just happy to be here. And it's like, you have no character development. Yeah, you have great matches, but there's nothing special about you, right? People didn't start caring about Candice LeRae until she was in that feud with EO. Right now, the crowd is invested. When Candice comes out... Well, that's out, not her she... fault. She was Gargano's wife or, like... No, ever. I know that. But even <laughs> after that, right, she was very much, like, just smiling, wave. She would win. She would lose. It never didn't really matter. She didn't have a story. 
Dakota has a story now. She's a super heel character. She keeps coming out with Tegan's um, knee brace, which is like incredible. It's like Champa coming out with the crutch. Right. It's di- and they're clearly retelling a different version of that story. And I'm completely okay with it because that was two years ago now. And like, hey, let's give these women a chance to shine. I think that, especially in promotions like AEW, and even on the on Raw and SmackDown, they don't allow their women to have more than one storyline that doesn't involve a title. So yeah. NXT's Ooh. always been great at that. So I think that a uh, big year for Dakota Kai. Um, I can see her even. I mean, if her and Tegan have this great feud, uh, which it probably will be, I can see her beating Rhea for the title and them elevating that feud to the title and maybe having Rhea fight someone else. But I guess time will tell. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, next we go to the breakout star of the year, which is your boy, Keith Lee. Now, talk, mm-hmm. tell everybody how much you love Keith Lee. I'm just obsessed. And I really, I one day really want a bear hug from him. I just like so bad. That's my life goal. He's really, really nice guy. I did meet him at a Northeast wrestling show in Rockland. And he was just walking around like because he was there wrestling. He didn't have a booth or nothing. And uh, my boy Ray's a big fan of his just because he's a big guy. Ray likes big, muscular guys. He's into, like, fitness and working out and stuff. So we walked up to him. We walked up to him. We were talking. And uh, he just was, like, cool with him. Like, and just, hey, man, what's up? I'm just so happy. Oh, dude, you know, we want to get, like, a picture with you. Do You know, how much? And he was like, oh, don't worry about it, man. He's a super nice guy, super cool guy. So, yeah. And he had a great Survivor Series weekend. You were excited watching him. Yeah. And, you know, being the last one in the ring with Roman Reigns. I actually didn't expect that. I was very happy about that. But, you know. And he took out Seth, right? He eliminated Seth. Yep. Hell yeah, he did. Fuck so that was a big move. I mean, that shows <laughs> something, though. You know, like, um, that, you know, they chose him to be the one to take out Seth, which was Raw's, like, main star. And then go toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns. It's a pretty big honor. Well, one of the cool things is, so, Corey Graves has a podcast called After the Bell, right? Mm-hmm. And he was interviewing Triple H and Shawn Michaels a couple, uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago. And um, he asked them about, like, who do they see big things from? And Keith Lee was one of the names they mentioned. They said Gargano, they said Cole, they said Ciampa, they said Velveteen Dream, and they said Keith Lee. So if you have Shawn Michaels and Triple H, the two guys are now responsible for what's going on, right? right. Uh, Shawn Michaels at the main event level. If they're saying Keith Lee, that means they have huge plans for him. So I, I can see why they why they said Keith Lee had a breakout year and why they think he's going to have an even bigger year in NXT. I mean, hey, Adam Cole is going to lose that title eventually, right. right? Could it be to Ciampa? Could it be to Balor? I know you be you would like that. Could it be to Gargano again? Could it be to Keith Lee? They have a really good main event scene at NXT right now, so... It's really good. I mean, it, the thing is, too, I remember, like, remember when Keith Lee... Was like first in NXT and he wasn't really on TV much. Yeah, he was just kind of there. And then fast forward to now and doing big things. Well, that's the thing with NXT. What makes it different in Raw and SmackDown, like if you get over, you will get TV time. Like Keith Lee got over in those matches with Dijak. So they were able to, he gets, he's gotten over. Like Damian Priest somehow got over because I don't really like his stuff. And I see, like, it's cool, but I don't think it's anything special. But, like, he's on TV every week, so. I like him. He's all right. He's cool a Puerto guy. Rican that doesn't have a corny gimmick for once. I appreciate it. I do appreciate it, but. 
appreciate it I'm more. I'm still not the biggest fan in the world. I'm just not. He's cool or whatever, but I don't know. Um, now to rivalry of the year, and of course, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. I felt like this year, like we said, was kind of weird because nothing was really going on. Uh, you know, uh, Ciampa was hurt. Uh, who else? Velveteen Dream got hurt this year. And then the women's division was kind of depleted with losing Kari Zane and stuff like that. And, you know, I think that this was the only real rivalry on the show because Shayna yeah. was just killing people. I, yeah, like I can't, said. like, when he's talking about, like, the winner of that, I can't really remember any other feuds. Me either. From this year. And I watched almost every week this week, and I I don't remember any other feuds that, like, really stood out, right? Um, right. I don't know. But, yeah, Cole and Gargano, definitely rivalry of the year. Um, it's sad to know that it's over and they've kind of moved on, you know, Gargano's feuding with Balor, but you know, Hey, we got a whole year of it, right? We were there for the one in New York or I was there. You, you watch it. Yeah. Um, I was in, no, I was in Jersey watching it. No. Oh, yeah. But I was like <laughs> there watching it. Yeah. 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 You were there in spirit. <laughs> right. Um, now segue from that. Also the match of the year, which I think is interesting was Colin Gargano, two out of three falls at TakeOver New York. Now, I wouldn't have voted for this. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, I haven't gone back and watched that show on the network, but I was there live, and I don't know where we were in the Barclays Center. I don't know if I was sitting in a weird spot. I've talked about this in the past, but the crowd sounded super quiet. Like, to me, being there, that whole first fall of the match, you couldn't really hear the crowd. They weren't reacting. Yeah, at the end, everybody was going crazy and that's where gargano won the belt and that's where champa and candace came out and they had this great hug this great moment everybody popped for that but until the first half of that match to me was like very slow and kind of boring a little bit i don't know i haven't gone back and watched it but i would have personally voted for their match at um toronto where they had two out of three falls match and they had that crazy fucking ladder match thing that happened when cole won but i don't know what do you think about the match of the year being that two out of three falls match. Um, I don't agree with it. I don't know what I would pick, but I don't think that match was something that like stayed in my mind as being a great match. And I watched it on TV. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with it. I just can't think of another option. I don't remember other big matches. Well, you could have said, uh, I know a lot of people thought that the women's war games was going to win. Oh yeah. That was a great match. That was a fantastic match. Uh, I think the cool thing about that match was they, it was four versus two, and somehow the good guys won, and it wasn't, like, corny. It wasn't, like... Right. It was believable, right, that you had four bad guys that really aren't a team. So, like, of course, they don't end up winning. I mean, Candice and Rhea weren't a team either, but Rhea's just on this crazy run right now, so it, it made sense for that to happen. Um, speaking of war games, the takeover of the year was NXT war games, which all honesty, looking back probably was like, I don't think, I don't know. Cause like takeover 25 was cool. Takeover Toronto was like really good, but like war games, you had two excellent war games matches. And then I forgot what else was on the card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had that triple threat where it was, uh, Killian Dane, Pete Dunn and Damian priest. That was a fantastic match. And Pete Dunn won and then fought Adam Cole the next night. Yeah, I really I honestly haven't watched much NXT since Mania. It's all right. Not gonna it's, lie. Yeah, Re- wrestling. We all needed a break, right? It's why oh, yeah. the show ended. We needed a break. We were going hard for two years, 
Um, I wasn't there for two years, but well, I mean, yeah, but I was. You know, <laughs> going to Harvard two years. I mean, you you dealing with me for like six months is like dealing with wrestling for uh, two years. Uh, like five years. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, Takeover War Games was fantastic. It was such a big weekend for NXT too, so I can see how that wins. Now, what do we have left? I think just the overall yeah. overall of the year goes to Adam Cole. Really, it's between Adam so Cole and Shayna Baszler. So is that overall Baszler. superstar? Yeah. So like, yeah, between the guys and the girls, Adam Cole won. So Adam Cole won Shocker. one, two, three, four awards, which you know makes sense because he was like far and, be- and beyond the biggest star, probably in WWE. Like he probably had the biggest year of anybody that I could think of with winning titles. You know. I mean, a biggest star of WWE? I don't think so. Who was? I Becky think he Lynch. was the biggest in the male star, but not the biggest star. I think Becky Lynch. Because well, Becky, Becky Lynch, had a good, like hers was mostly last year though. I mean, well, yeah, but it was still she's still like the face Huge. of WWE, and she's like I feel like people that don't really watch wrestling like know, know her now. So it's like she made that like crossover to other people. Knowing yeah, but her she didn't really have memorable feuds all year. She, like, the stuff yeah, with I'm Rousey and Charlotte in the beginning. Specifically. Well, yeah, she was the talk- biggest star. Well, obviously she's the biggest star. She's in the cover of the video game. Right. Um, so. But yeah, I don't know. I agree with Adam Cole winning. Absolutely. So just as a recap, if you're following along, <laughs> best tag team on Disputed Era, best male, Adam Cole, best female, Shayna Baszler, future star, Dakota Kai, Breakout star, Keith Lee. Best rivalry, Cole versus Gargano. Best takeover, War Games. Best overall, Adam Cole. Best match, Adam Cole versus Gargano. Two out of three falls in New York City. Cool. Now, let's talk about... Let me bring it up because I thought I had the picture, but I didn't. Fail. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, know. I have the picture. Do you have it up? Because I have it up. No, I'm looking for the bracket. Oh, let me go on Twitter. Twitter's probably the best place to find this. Probably. Man. Did I miss doing a show with you, you know? (laughs) Yelling at me every week. Yeah, but we didn't need the show for that. That's true. Yeah, you've been yelling at me still. All right, here we go. All right, I found it. So, with the NXT tag division being completely depleted, just... Like, they just took too many of them to the main roster. Um, and they haven't been replacing them. They haven't been doing anything. It's mm-hmm. just been the Undisputed Era and the Forgotten Sons. Uh, NXT is in dire need of new blood in the tag team division. And they're bringing back the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. My favorite tournament they do because it makes no sense. Because, like Cody Rhodes has said in interviews, Dusty Rhodes was never in a tag team. So it makes no fucking sense. But whatever. Well, that's maybe the point. it was like a behind the scenes thing. Maybe he loved working with tag teams. No, nah, it's nothing to do with that. They just they just wanted to honor him. Um, so now here are the lists of the teams that are in the tournament. Now the cool thing they did. Uh, so they broke it up. There's like NXT teams, and there are NXT UK teams. Now, and they're all mixed up. So here's the list, and then I'll get your thoughts on it. So we have Imperium, we have Forgotten Sons. Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, which is an interesting tag team. Your boy, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. The Grizzled Young Vets. Kushida and a mystery partner. Gallus and Undisputed Era. Now, how do you feel about those teams just kind of seeing them without being in brackets? 
I found the Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne one really weird. I think if you think of who would go well with Pete, I mean, with Matt Riddle, it's just, like, obviously Keith Lee. Exactly. So I just, like, I was kind of confused about it being Pete Dunne. Like, there was, like, always this random team that they just, like, throw together. Like, freaking Balor and Samoa Joe, right? Yeah. Weren't they a team? Which scare- Yeah, which scares me because they won the first one. So, like, right. are Riddle and Dunn are about to beat all these teams and win only to be in a feud themselves? That would be dumb. I mean, I I don't want Undisputed to win, obviously. Um, I just feel like, you know, they win so much. I wanted to see someone fresh. Like, I think it'd be cool for NXT UK person, a team to win. I think so, too. Um, I think, let's see, when is this happening? unprepared no but i'm saying like so we have uh worlds collide coming up in january right and the main event is undisputed era versus imperium four versus four match so i think it would be pretty cool if imperium won this tournament and that got them to have a title shot against undisputed era at maybe the takeover that's in february right right so i think that's a cool idea um i don't know it's so With the Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne thing, though, it doesn't make sense because, like, Pete Dunne has partners. He is partners with Mustache Mountain, their British Strong Style. So why wouldn't they just do that? I don't know if one of them are hurt. I don't know if Trent Seven's hurt, maybe, because I know Tyler Bate seems to be wrestling fine over there. I don't know. but um, I don't watch it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in like, here and there. Because there's some people I like. I like Imperium. I like Tony Storm. I like Piper Nevin. I like Zaya Brookside. There's people there that I like. I like Gallus. Um, so I'm in and out. But just looking at the way these brackets are set up. So in the first round, you have Imperium versus the Forgotten Sons, which GG's Forgotten Sons. There's no fucking way you're winning that match, especially if they're building Imperium to fight Undisputed Era. I don't think that's going to happen. And nobody cares about the Forgotten Sons. They're terrible. Um, no, but NXT keeps trying to make us care about them. I know, but like they can lose and it doesn't change anything, you know, because like they're just kind of there. Uh, then you have Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Well, obviously, Mark Andrews is losing. Yeah, he always loses, which is <laughs> makes me very, very happy. <laughs> uh, you have the Grizzle Young Vets versus Kushida and a mystery partner. My issue with this is if Kushida isn't going to be put in a tag team, who cares about a mystery partner? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe so, it's what, is, what that one John Morrison guy. Maybe he will make his premiere or debut. John Morrison is not NXT though. I think he's he's. Is back he gonna on go to the main Smackdown. roster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to NXT. I wouldn't know. I don't follow that stuff. I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he is. I think he said it on backstage or whatever. I don't think he's. But why would I don't want John? I like John Morrison. I don't want him in nxt right now like because he's a single star so like you know i just think um, that would be a really weird debut it would be i have no clue who kushida's gonna pick maybe kushida picks keith lee (laughs) and then you now you have a team to root for in this because they're both good guys so yeah maybe they're racist and make him team with tozawa (laughs) because they're both i mean i wouldn't put a fast up (laughs) you know uh, then, then the last round, the last match of the first round is Undisputed Era versus Gallus. Um, clearly, I like Gallus, right? You have um, yeah. Mark Coffey and uh, Wolfgang. Wolfgang's awesome. Uh, 
They're great in NXT UK. They were tag team champions. I don't know if they still are. They were? Yeah, they beat Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. The last time I checked. I don't know if they're still champions, but there's no way Undisputed Era is losing in the first round. I mean, it's probably going mean, to be Imperial versus like Undisputed Era. Maybe that's like a shocker. Like, whoa, they Possible. lost in the first round. <laughs> is, that, is that how you're going to act when you're shocked? <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, they lost in the first round. Whoa. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how I'm going to add. Well, all right. So now that we know the matchups, Shine and Dark, who do you think is going to win? Um, ooh, let's see. I don't know. I'm going Imperium. Imperium? I mean, yeah. I don't know how they're building up Imperium. I haven't really been watching to see how they're building up any of these tag teams. As long as it's not the Forgotten Sons. Um... And I don't think Undisputed should win it. Then I I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just I mean I don't know. There's none. There's no like team in this that I'm like yeah like. I mean I love Undisputed Era, but I want someone fresh. I agree. I don't know. I think Imperium. I want to see Imperium. I hope Imperium. Uh, like you said, someone fresh, someone new, someone different. And yeah. you build up another team to eventually face Undisputed Era. You know, I want, I miss the days of NXT, you know, back in my day. <laughs> the oh. old man I am. Back in my day, when it was the Revival versus DIY, and they were having their own match of the year matches, and they were completely not in the main event. They weren't in stables. It was like their own thing completely to the side. That's what I miss. That's what I want NXT to get back to, because now that you're on TV every week, Right, mm-hmm. especially going against a company like AEW that is showcasing their tag teams and putting them in a main event level, I think it's time to showcase your tag teams because I think no one in any part of pro wrestling in any company or brand does better booking than NXT over the last couple of years have proved it. So get back to booking your tag teams that way. That's what I think. Hopefully, the Dusty Classic is just great tag team wrestling. Hopefully, the two teams that are not real tag teams don't win. Yeah. But, like mm-hmm. I said, it's I happened when they before. Do that. So, who knows? I, the thing is, WWE, like, they love teams that are not tag teams winning things. Yep. They love it. And then breaking them up to do a storyline. Yeah. Like, like, I could see them having Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne win, and then them have a feud. Yep. Them have a tag team title match, lose because one turns on the other, yeah. and then, yeah, whatever. Something like that. I don't know. I think they should turn Matt Riddle heel, though. You think so? Yeah, because I, th- I think there's more opportunity for him. So right now, as a babyface, it's really just Adam Cole and Dijak. Everybody else is a... Is a and like maybe I mean, Roddy isn't Balor so- a heel? True, but they fought already. And they fought only because Gargano got hurt. Yeah. So, like, if you turn Riddle heel, he could fight Keith Lee. He could fight Velveteen again when he comes back. He could fight um, Gargano. He could fight Ciampa. You know, he could fight Kushida. Like, there's a lot. He could fight Pete Dunne if they do end up doing a few there. I just kind of like him, like, yeah, hey, like, all happy, kicking his foot He can still be like that and just be (laughs) arrogant and people boo him, you know, because he's so arrogant. Yeah, but then they won't do the bro, bro. They still will. NXT cheers heels all the time. They've been cheering Adam Cole for three years. <laughs> yeah. And he's the biggest heel down there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But now, before we get out of here, I want to get our thoughts on, and I'll start with you. 
Oh man. What was your some of your favorite moments of 2019 in regards to NXT? I don't know because I missed so much of 2019 by not watching. Like what? Mainly it was in April. Since then, I barely watched NXT besides the takeovers. So I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say the women's war games match was great. Exceeded my expectations. I just think about that fucking moonsault Io Shirai did off the cage and me screaming when she jumped outside to back inside on all the girls. That shit was awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Your turn. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't prepared. So for me... Uh, I think the coolest thing for me, NXT the past year, was seeing this women's division go from being Shayna and a bunch of girls who weren't ready or who weren't ready in the WWE system, right? Because we understand mm-hmm. EO's great and Candice is great. And we always have to like kind of backpedal and say this so people don't scream at me. But it's like being great outside the company and then being great inside the company are two different things, right? We saw how long it took AJ Styles to get used to it. To then become what he was, right? When he I was mean, on top he was and stuff like that. On top pretty fast. No, but I'm saying when he first got there in January, he fought Jericho at Mania. So it right. was like, it, it took a couple of months for him to get used to it, right? So it was cool to kind of see, uh, you know, they turned EO heel, which I think helped her out tremendously, right? Gave her edge. Uh, I, I think that, like, gave her a whole new life. Like, she's just oh, 100%. so much better. She was just, for me, she was just another, like, colorful character that was just like, oh, okay. But now she's, like, she's ear so dry. Yeah. And it's cool because, like, Asuka was a baby face. Kari Zane was a baby face. And they were both champions. And they were both like, oh, look at these happy Asian women who are incredible over there. And now they're over here. And, like, she didn't stand out. Now yeah. that she's a heel. And she's a badass heel, too. Like, she fucks people up. And she, like, tries to injure people. That's super cool. I and mean, she her still faces that she makes sometimes are, uh, like, annoying. Yeah, but so she's a heel. She's doing her job. <laughs> I know, but, like. <laughs> Making you mad. She does this face. And it reminds me in Boy Meets World. Okay. And the episode where they go to the museum, Topanga meets the other guy. They're looking at a starry night. At the very end of the episode, Sean and Angela are looking at the painting. And if you look at Angela's face, it is so annoying, her face that she makes when she's looking at it. And the faces that Io Shirai makes reminds me of of that (laughs) scene. So it just bugs me. Go back to the episode, the starry night, go to the very end and watch Angela's face. She's trying too hard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna do that right after we record so I can see it and laugh. But um, yeah. But then also like the division, like they kind of made Bianca Belair step back, which I think was good for her because in the beginning of the year she fought Shayna and she l- kept losing. She tapped out twice. Yeah, and kept and calling like, herself undefeated, but she was defeated. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a mindset, okay? You remember undefeated? She is a mindset. changed it to a mindset because her ass lost, okay? Yeah, I know. and then all know, of a sudden it was a mindset. That's like when you this make a no joke and everyone's that. like, "That's not funny." You're like, "Well, I'm just kidding." Like you changed it up. Like no, yeah. <laughs> no one believes you. Listen, it is what it is, right? That's my girl. I got a rapper, right? Um, and it's funny. That WWE says that NXT is officially a third brand. But if you know the rules, the unwritten rule of Raw and SmackDown is if you're married to somebody, you're on the same brand as them. So Bianca is one of the few. Bianca and Killian Dane are the two that are married to main roster talent and that are not on the shows with them. Because Killian Dane's married to Nikki Cross. 
So NXT still is not a third brand. It's still developmental. All I'm saying. But I mean, because the thing is, even if it's still considered a third brand, it's still totally different than they the don't main tour, because, that's Yeah, because they're still they're uh, they're stationary in Florida. Yeah, they don't tour. I mean, um, I think that's a pretty sweet deal. You don't is, try. You get to be home more often. No, it's great. But, it's fantastic. I'm just saying that it's you know with Montez Ford being on Raw, you would think she would have went. I think. That's probably why they made her step back. They might be prepping her to, to make the move. I don't know. I hope she doesn't. I think she's great in NXT. And I, yeah. I want to see her win the NXT championship, to be honest with you. Um, who else? You have Tainara Conti, who continues to get better every week. I don't know how. Uh, fun fact. You don't know for, how? Maybe because she has a performance center where she practices? Yeah, but I'm saying, like... Isn't that she's the whole getting, point? But no, but listen to this. So, fun fact for people who didn't know... The first segment to beat AEW when they started going head-to-head was Tenara Conti versus Santana Garrett. That was the highest-rated segment of NXT until they did uh, that episode of NXT where um, I think Raw and SmackDown invaded right before Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. Like that. So, so Tenara Conti had the highest-rated segment in NXT That's weird. before that, which is cool because, like, people are interested in her character, something new. She beat Santana Garrett, which was great. And then she lost to Candice, like, last week, which didn't make any sense. But whatever. Uh, I want to see big things for Tenar. Maybe put her in that Brazilian stable, finally. Because I know that Arturo guy, the other Brazilian guy, he's debuting. Uh, he's re-debuting um, soon. So, I don't know. Maybe put her with him. So, the guy with short hair cool. that would, like... Come on, the gi? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He was cool. And then they just signed the other evolved, Brazilian actually. woman. Yeah, he was at that Evolve show you were at. They had the other Brazilian woman they just signed. So make a Brazilian stable, right? There's your tag team right there. Why? Red Cesar just because Bernoni. they're all Brazilian. But no, but they were working live events as a team. And they never, they were called Ennoise. Okay. And it never, I don't know where Cesar Bernoni is. He won Future Star and was never seen again, which is, I don't know if he's Maybe heard he or something. Injured. Maybe, possible. Um, But yeah, I'm. my favorite part of 2019 was the rise of the NXT Women's Division going from being Shayna and a bunch of girls to the best women's division in any company or any brand. Now, 2020, I'll start this off. What I want to see in 2020 for NXT is I want to see more people from the main roster who I believe are being misused come back. Now, I know Andrade just won the U.S. title, Mm -hmm. but I would love to see them come back. Him and Zelina. Uh, Aleister Black, I would love to see come back. Uh, Nakamura when he loses the Intercontinental title I would love to see him come back and I want to see him fight at a main event level again to where he was I want to see him go back to being a babyface and give me him Nakamura oh yeah yeah give me Nakamura versus Adam Cole give me Nakamura versus Finn Balor in an actual feud not just their one-off match that they had before Nakamura no before Balor went up Mm-hmm. an actual feud that you can sink your teeth into and it's months. Remember, NXT's on TV now. You have the time to do this stuff now. So start to do it now. Um, and like Ember Moon, I want to see her come back. She'd probably be my number one pick to come back because being there, and I, and I just rewatched it the other day, seeing her at Evolution and the pop she got when she came out and the pop she got when she almost won the match was like, how did you not do anything with her? And I understand she's injured right now. But at the time, you didn't do anything with her. Like, bring her back. <clears throat> She's the war goddess. Explore her character more. 
put her in great feuds. That's I don't all know. I see. There's just something about her that just doesn't do it for me. No. I, I th- like she's very talented. I love her like one finishing move or whatever the hell she does, but that's about it. I don't know. There's just something about her. I but don't know if I. She has a different look though. Like she comes out with a different entrance. She has like a character, you know, where yeah. a lot of the women are just like we're badass. She has an actual character. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. And I can't see Andrade coming back to NXT. I think that they're going to start so working on making him a bigger star for the main roster. Hopefully. hopefully I think it's yeah. finally going to be hit the time where they're going to do it. And they scared me. They absolutely scared me when they were teasing breaking him and Zelina up. That would have been career killers for both of them. Because oh, Andrade cannot fucking speak. And Zelina, as much as she can speak her ass off, and as much as I think she's pretty good in the ring, right? I don't think she's that good. I think she's pretty good. I think she's, I think she's got, ring, like, her... two moves, and that's about it. She's, like, kind of right there with Lana, in my eyes. Oh, that's disrespectful. I'm sorry. I know, <laughs> like, we're supposed to be pro, those guys, because they're like no. us. But, like, I just no. don't think she's that good. I think she has a couple of good moves and that's about it. And it's just that everybody's seeing those couple of good moves all the time. So we're all, they are all like brainwashed just thinking she's better than what she is. I don't know. But I think that with that being said, right, you can't necessarily argue that. But like, I don't know. I, I like her. And I don't think she can stand on her own in a division where like Sony Deville is way past due of getting a title yeah. and she's nowhere near it. And you have ruby riot i know she's hurt but like ruby never got a title and they're making Liv morgan do the stupid storyline that should be sony deville because she's the one who wanted to do it in the beginning to have a gay storyline on tv yeah but whatever. now alana i understand that, i would have been very disappointed with that like you have mandy rose who they've like kind of pushed her not pushed her kind of pushed her not pushed her oscar i think Parizine the storyline between mandy rose and sony would have made sense would have been way better yeah but they stopped it but like that's what i'm saying like zelina is Beyond, is behind all of those women. Yeah. And then let's say Shayna goes up and let's say Ronda comes back. There, Zelina's nowhere near a title. And no. like I said... She wouldn't even be on main event. She'll be in catering. That's fucked up. <laughs> she would definitely be in main event. No, she probably wouldn't. She probably she would wouldn't. Be. She has a personality. She has more personality know. than Dana Brooke does. She does, but Dana Brooke is way better than her at wrestling. I don't know about all that. You're talking crazy. She is. Dana Brooke is pretty athletic. A lot of people just hate on her just to hate on her. She's not bad. She just kind of sucks at everything else. <laughs> Other than being athletic and <laughs> like, kind of strong. Well, no, she's just like, I don't know. She's just not. I hate the way she talks. It bothers me. Her voice bothers me. Did you hear the rumor that it's a, that she's not even the same person? Wait, what? Did you hear that rumor? There's a like a theory going around. You know, like the Avril Lavigne theory? Oh, God. People are so annoying. So there's a theory going around that the real Dana Brooke quit. Like, remember when Dana Brooke's boyfriend died? (laughs) Right, yeah. People say that she quit then and they got a lookalike. Because she kind of looks different, but it's because she lost weight. Yeah, because it's called plastic surgery. Yeah, and she lost weight. Yeah, losing weight. So they were like, oh, she looks different and she kind of like wrestles different and stuff like that. I don't know. It's she's just probably changing how theory. she's wrestling because she's not on TV. So she's trying to get on TV. Yeah, she probably had like more like Botox and lip fillers because apparently WWE women are obsessed. So of course she's going to look a little different. Just like Paige looked different too because she got yeah. lip fillers and put more makeup on. And Carmella looks different. It's so Charlie easy Caruso to look different. Looks different. Especially like I if they contour this. their makeup, you can make yourself look so different. You know what's funny? 
You ever seen, every time I hear the word contour, you know what I think about? There's a video and it's like a girl putting on makeup yeah. and she's like, uh, she's like teaching you how to contour. And she was like, if the men see that we do this, uh, they will call the church or whatever. Have you seen that video? No. She's basically saying like your women are witches because they're able to contour their face and make themselves look completely different. No. And she was like, eliminate the nose. I mean, eliminate makeup artists I can do. I can't do that shit. And, but it was funny. I'll, I'll send you the video. It's funny. Um, but what what was I saying? What else? I forgot where I was going with that. Before you said contour, it completely <laughs> took me off. Typical um, guy. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, so what are you looking forward to for 2020 when it comes to NXT? I think just fresh faces. I always like, you know, a little bit of a change when it comes to like wrestling sometimes. When we see like the same thing so consistently i like to see sometimes it's fresh and new so i'm looking forward to some new stars in nxt starting to get their push and get bigger and keith lee doing well so from what i understand kona reeves i think is on nxt uk now because i was watching like a recap of it and he was fighting um one of the guys over there i forgot the guy's name uh but of course you're following his career yeah you loved him biggest number one fan um but there's a new guy i hate on nxt and i can't fucking think of his name right now i it's the white guy that comes out with the top hat he just beat uh kushida a couple weeks ago i wouldn't what the fuck is his name hold on i have to look this up because it's gonna bother i think i remember you like texting me about him and hating him but i don't know his name what the fuck is his name hmm let me think. Let me think. What the f- what's his first? Oh, you know who I really love in NXT? Bronson Reed. Oh, I found the guy. So, Cameron Grimes. Oh my God! If I was a wrestler, this is what the fuck I would look like, and I don't want to see me wrestle. So, like, why? His character's stupid. His body looks horrible. Cameron He's too fucking Grimes. hairy. Yeah, Cameron Grimes. Stop hating on him because he has hair. I'm hairy. He's not in shape. Right, and he's—I don't think he's that good. Like, you know, it's funny. I'm looking at Cameron Grimes' pictures, and then I scrolled oh, down I and said, "Check out the 25 best Instagram photos of the week." And I saw Mandy Rose, and I kind of stopped in my track. Oh, another guy <laughs> moment. So he was on NXT before, regular NXT. Cameron Grimes, yeah, he's in NXT. That's what I mean. I thought you said he was on NXT. No, no, no. Uh, oh, his gimmick is corner. awful. Yeah, he's terrible, but. Uh, yeah, that's my new guy that I hate. So I look forward to hating him all year. Um, cool. Things cool. I, w- I really want to see. I want to see Matt Riddle win a championship. I want to see British Strong Style come over and be a stable. I want to see... Um, I want to see De- Tegan become the women's champion by the end of the year. I think that the journey... They should tell the story of her beating Dakota, which gets her to Rhea. And then they could retell that story because Rhea, she got hurt in a match with Rhea. And they could tell that story again. And then we'll see what happens with Rhea after that. But uh, I want to see Tegan Knox win the title. And that's my number one ask is that Tegan Knox wins the title in 2020. Cody would be very proud. Cody, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Cody knows me and him right there, man. Listen, if people don't understand. So I know Cody... That's his number one. That's his girl. That's yeah. the love of his life. But understand something. A couple of years ago, I was shown a video. Okay? 
It was Candice LeRae versus Tegan Knox, who at the time her name was Nixon Newell. They had a match in the UK, and you know the spot where uh, wrestlers dump tacks on the ring? Yeah. And then they slammed them? They did that, but it was gummy bears. Come on. <laughs> I dubbed it the gummy bear match, and they were slamming each other on gummy bears. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Why? It's what made me like Candice LeRae. so weird. That is fantastic. That's the such a bears. waste of gummy bears unless they ate them after. Gummy bears are good. I would eat them after. Fuck. I'm not wasting gummy bears. Were they the Harbro the Harbro ones? Harbro? Can you say it? No. As I was saying it, I thought of Matt Riddle and like is it am I like saying it the way Riddle would say it? Probably. The Harbro. The bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, any final thoughts from NXT? What you, what you liked, what you want to see. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um, No, I think I need to watch more NXT again to be able to have anything to yeah. really mm-hmm. have You were ready input. to watch this week, and then it was a recap show. I know, and you know what's funny? We were using, we didn't have a cable, we were using an app, and that app doesn't work anymore, so I actually had no way to watch it. Um, but I just got Hulu Live TV, and nice. so now I can watch it because i don't have the network either <laughs> so well you can use my network you know that yeah well Shh, don't tell wwe that keep it on low <laughs> nobody snitch nobody snitch as they posted on twitter tag wwe tag you <laughs> yeah oh yeah been there done that uh um well thank you guys for listening we're both very excited to be back very happy to be back felt great felt like you know, we picked up right where we left off. Like, no time had passed. Mm-hmm. Very happy to be talking NXT again. Very happy to be talking NXT with you, MJ. So I know, I'm great. Oh, my God. You see, I ruined everything. <laughs> I give her a compliment. And this is shit I got to deal with. Um, well, thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us, you can follow me at FanboyFilium. Let them know where they can follow you. MJ underscore Santi. I see you being a douche over there. Um... I don't really tweet that much anymore, actually. You can follow her at MJ underscore Santi with two eyes. Don't forget the second one. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. And then you can follow the show at Who Got Next Pod. A lot of cool things planned. Which is basically um, like following me because Phil doesn't do shit on that. So. Yeah, I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. It's all her. That, that I know. Was, uh, you know. I produce the show. She does the social media. So uh, that's just the way it works. Um, big things planned for this year. Uh, we got some ideas when it comes to the takeovers, how we want to kind of approach them. We'll let you guys know when we figure it out, when it's a definite, um, you know, there could be some changes happening in my life that could make this entire recording process easier. I'll let you know when that becomes official. Uh, MJ knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But it took me a minute, but know. now I know what you're yeah, talking I, about. You, of course, you know, but like, you know, we'll see what happens. But it's going to be a big year for Who Got Next. So happy to be back. NXT, the best brand going. Thank you guys for listening. I don't, so don't have an outro. <laughs> don't you do your sea leader alligator thing? Nope, but you do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. And Who Got Next? <laughs>